Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hi, is this Mr. Davis? Uh, well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on whether or not you should take your whole pants off. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck indeed, bud? How are you? <laughs> Hi there. What you what you sipping on, bruv? A beverage. It looks like there's a fucking Nessie on your can. There's oh, a it's a shark. Fucking That's hammerhead relevant. shark on it. That's relevant to our topic today, bro. Sharks are relevant to our topic today? Hell yeah. Oh, oh dip. <laughs> Let's go. I don't think we've talked about sharks until we talked about the piss pickled shark from Greenland. Check out this uh Bland ass LaCroix I got going today. So plain La Croix, huh? Yeah. That's yeah, what was hitting super, the spot. Super exciting stuff over you, here. You ran out of Topo Chico and you were like, this'll have to do. No, man. The fucking no one on planet Earth has soda stream canisters in stock. Oh, interesting. They are impossible to find in the Twin Cities of Minnesota right now. And as you are unable to carbonate your own water, you have taken to purchasing carbonated water that has been carbonated by others. Fuck, you're coming down here trying to scoop me up for my skin or my water. I'll fucking fight you. (laughs) It's true. The aliens have taken our soda streams, Ryan. You will, and you would fight someone for your soda stream because I know how much you love it. Absolutely. I know how much you love it. What's going on, bud? How are you? I'm okay. I'm yeah? doing okay. Yeah. yeah. I fucking uh, don't have a headache today for the first time in like two weeks, so that's pretty tight. That's a strong plus. Got real, real dickered on the old migraine train for a while there. Maybe you're drinking too many bubbles, bud. Maybe you got uh, some bubbles in your brain. <laughs> I think I'd be dead. Yeah. Pretty sure I'd be dead. I'm not sure how that works, but I think that's how that works. <laughs> WebMD bubbles in the brain. <laughs> brain bubbles. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling all right. I got uh, got the dog man a, a cut for the first time in four months today. Ooh, dip. He's like a third of the size that he was yesterday. Did he lose like seven pounds? Yes. And he hates it. He but hates it. He looks it. extremely handsome. He, he just hates when they shave his dick. Oh, well. He would prefer... Yeah, I mean, I get it. It can't feel very good. <laughs> He's probably not psyched. Yeah, for for good reason. But then, like, he'll go outside and the the wind will blow and he'll freak out because he can feel it on his dick. Sure. And he's got to like sit down and look at what's going on down there. It's got to protect it. I tried to take him for a walk. We made it like three blocks, and I gave up. Because <laughs> he just kept sitting down because his wiener felt <laughs> <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. that I mean, <laughs> I don't I get know. it. I get it. He doesn't get to wear pants, you know. It's dog. gonna feel weird. What should we put some dog pants in the store? Um, you're gonna have to tell me how dog pants work first. Well, it's the classic question with four legged animals whether the pants should go across the midsection of their body and down, covering all four legs, or whether it stops Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. back up. <laughs> You're talking yes. about four-legged pants? Well, the dog How has do you, four legs. Uh, where's where's the waist? The waist is, is right it? at the middle of the dog, <laughs> across the like right across the horizontal midsection of the dog body. Do, do they button in the front? Yeah, right like under their, their chest. chest. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And then how and then how there's a butt flap on? out the back. Yeah, you gotta have a tail hole then. Yes. Well, no, because they only go like, you know, halfway up. So it stops right at their butthole? <laughs> I guess that's probably a design fly. I'd need a little <laughs> scoop there under or a or a, a thing to go over. <laughs> but this is but this it, is just terrible. <laughs> I think it's a valid question. Do the pants start halfway down their body in between their front legs and their back legs? Or does dog pants consume all four of their legs and go halfway down their body? See, I thought the question was just, do you put them on the front legs or the back legs? No, no, no. I hadn't even considered an all four option. This is the, this is what I'm talking about. Maybe just, maybe just left side. (laughs) 
One pair for the left side, one pair for the right side. That's now you're being absurd. (laughs) But the previous question is a real question because dogs have four legs, and if pants overalls help us out here, huh? I feel like overalls might help us out. Is there an overalls option? Well, in what way? (laughs) I don't know. Just (laughs) just fucking brainstorming here, just spitballing. I mean, I that's guess... A t- that's a weird type of pants. Could we apply a, that type of weird pants here? Actually, dog overalls would be pretty sick because I feel like it would just be one band <laughs> and you, that takes... You could call them roveralls, first of all. Oh, boy! <laughs> okay, if I if I type in roveralls.com right now <laughs> if you and buy it roveralls. doesn't take me, I'm going to be so mad. You better, you better fucking not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you got? I'm extremely upset right now, and we may need to pause the podcast <laughs> while I recover from my upsetness. Did you hold on? You went to roveralls.com? Yeah, and it fucking All- redirects to Land's End. <laughs> Come on. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. That is literally oh, shit. why do they own roveralls.com? I'm I'm using literally in the truest dictionary sense of the word. That is literally the worst thing and least fun or cool thing <laughs> that roveralls.com could possibly take you to. Also, their slogan these days is let's get comfy. What are they doing over there? I mean, do, are they just like, look, everybody's uncomfortable. So, dude, this is so do they Here's the real question. Do they sell dog overalls? What on Land's End? Yeah. Of course they don't. I'm not even going to look because of course overalls. they don't. All right. Let's do a quick Google for dog. Oh, I found them already. <laughs> I found them already. <laughs> That's just actually okay. We might be onto something here, though. So I it... wasn't totally off. No, you weren't. Because So dog overalls, it looks like they basically... The front two legs, but see, this is the question. The front two legs are being treated as arms in the way that yeah. these are constructed. That's, I think that's correct though, because the the point of pants is to cover your junk and your butt. So on a dog, those are on the back half still. You got to cover <sighs> that at least. Yeah, but technically it's all legs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but four-legged pants is just impractical. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Four-legged. <laughs> do. I'm quite certain. Dog pants. The the overalls work, though, because you put the back legs through the pant legs, and oh. then the straps go around the front legs, and then it kind of covers their belly a little bit. It's it's perfect. Okay, but now do me a favor and Google four-legged dog pants right now, because <laughs> it's obvious that there's not only... <laughs> this is so stupid. Yes, here is the fucking... Here's the question. If a dog wore oh, pants, my Lord. would he wear yeah, them this is, like this or like this? Yeah, but okay. So, well, first of all, look at that meme. And one of them looks significantly stupider than the other. Just off the bat. But maybe the dog is more comfortable that way. And then there's some company that made four-legged dog pants, but then they have to have a strap around the back. Well, Now your dog's wearing like a full fucking hazmat suit. But that, but maybe that is a true dog overall. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so because they overalls going over the top. I found a golden doodle that looks a lot like Marcy wearing four legged pants, and he looks psyched about it. Tell me. So see, and here's the thing. Tell me. I just hit Marcy with it. Wouldn't be psyched if he didn't have. Yeah, for sure. He would be, <laughs> dude, he would be so amped to be in that getup. At that point, just and get his, your dog like a fucking space suit, though. And you his know? poor little dog wiener would be fully covered up and warm, and he wouldn't even have to worry about it. He couldn't even get Aaron from the front that way, because he'd be all four leg covered, see? What, you should just get like a, a fucking Snuggie for your dog, or whatever those things are, the wearable blankets. Uh, Yeah, no, it's a Snuggie. Yeah. T- teach me how to do- doggy. Doggy? A doggy? Nope. Damn. I'll workshop it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> anyway, there's your uh, dog pants update for the week. Dad dog's ghost pants. Yeah, we did a ghost <laughs> pants episode. Yeah, sure did. What's um, what's bringing you joy this week, bud? 
Joyful, joyful. Um, you were full of it last week. I was. I was. I'm. I'm still feeling generally directionally positive. I just don't know that I have a specific, um, a specific joy. Ah, I. 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 I'll say a thing that's bringing me joy is uh, it's still a little ways out, but I'm putting the finishing touches on a couple new songs that I'm going to be dropping soon, and that's an exciting nice, thing. nice. That feels good. I made some music just for the fuck of it today for the first time in a really long time. How'd that feel? It felt good. It felt good. Some of it was uh, not shitty. We need to, we need to start, uh, we need to start 30 minutes earlier next time we do a pod and make a little, an intro track. We haven't done an intro track in a Mm. ding dang long time. It's kind of hard. Excuse me. Kind of hard remotely. You know, we used to just fucking freestyle them. It's true. We did. Now we've got the latency of the internet and such. Hey, we did it on Instagram that one time and it worked pretty decent. True, true. Also, Ryan. Yes. The backyard is good to go. Woo! And I went ham on faster internet, a new modem, and a new router this week. So we've got fucking blazing fast internet in the backyard now. You you love to see it. Also, Mm -hmm. our N64 extender cables are arriving probably tomorrow so we will be able to play tomorrow morning from the studio you're playing oh perfect and and so we'll be able to play properly socially distanced nintendo 64 games in the yard yes i watched some 30 rock on my my back deck last night it was lovely that sounds fucking terrific we got the fire pit be good to go phenomenal that's bring a fucking cooler friggin cooler with a nice cold beverage. I've kept my grass alive for a week and a half. It's looking fucking luscious that, out there. That uh that might be it, man. You might have gotten mm-hmm. it. If you didn't kill it in a week and a half, you might have you might have succeeded. I, I think we did her. Proud of you, bud. All right, new music and fast internet. Yes. Yeah? All right. That's it. Brilliant. That's what we got. I- <laughs> something. It's something. Would you like to Ryan, would you like to join me in talking about dinosaurs for approximately 48 minutes? I'd absolutely love nothing more in the world than to talk to you about dinosaurs for the next 48 minutes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so I found um, a couple of the, the stupidest, and this is you know really saying something, some of the stupidest source material I think we've ever found for this show this week. And we have been down some rabbit holes, babies. Yes. Yes. Um so first, I found a book called Cowboys and Saurians, S-A-U-R-I-A-N-S, like dinosaurians. What it? What is a saurian? Um, a dinosaur-like beast, I think. Oh, well, wait. Why don't they just call them dinosaurs? <laughs> well, because he's... Uh, our, our author, John LeMay, is sort of stretching the bounds of what is considered a dinosaur throughout the book. So the idea is that the these are dinosaur-like, and that is the priority, is that they are Correct. similar, but not technically truly. Yes. So the rest of the title is Dinosaurs and Prehistoric Beasts as Seen by the Pioneers. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's all about dinosaur sightings in the 1800s. Bro, and let's boy, go. <laughs> boy, is it entertaining and stupid. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> I'm going to need somebody to remake the game Oregon Trail real quickly. Because mm. I need to yes. die from f- fording a river, getting dysentery, and the scene in Jurassic Park where the dinosaur comes down and eats me out of the outhouse. Mm. Yes. Sign me up. <laughs> Um, okay, so in the intro or in the like forward to this book, dude writes, couldn't all these stories simply be newspaper hoaxes? The answer is that plenty of them are, but not necessarily all of them. Okay. And then he prints all of them in the book. <laughs> Look, could these all be lies? Absolutely. Are you still some gonna, of them for sure are. Are you are some of you idiots still gonna gobble this up? Yes, you are as well. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> April. So we're gonna start April twenty sixth. I'm 26th. that idiot. 
1890 in Coochie County, Arizona. Okay. Apparently, apparently that's a place. Okay. And this that was or that's a hoax too, because it would it would stand to well, reason. You know, let's assume these are all real, even though I'm sure none of them are. <laughs> It's the most fun way to approach this. (laughs) That's when we have the most fun on this show anyway. So April 26, 1890, uh, the Tombstone Epitaph reported a winged monster resembling a huge alligator with an extremely elongated tail and immense pair of wings was found on the desert between Whetstone and Huacha last Sunday by two ranchers who were returning home. The creature was evidently greatly exhausted by a long flight, and when discovered, was able to fly but a short distance at a time. Okay. They then report that the two ranchers who saw it followed it for a while on horseback and eventually shot and killed it. How perfectly American of us. Dude, the first reaction in every one of these stories is to fucking pat, 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 just shoot whatever this fucking thing is. Oh, wow, that's fascinating and beautiful. I've never seen anything like that before. <laughs> Kill it! <laughs> uh, Specifically with guns, please. I have a, I have an extremely dumb question. Sure. Uh, did we know about dinosaurs in 1890? Like, uh, to, to yes. what extent did we understand the concept of dinosaurs in 1890? Yeah, the first fossils were found in... Uh, 1819. Okay. So, so maybe that's not as dumb of a question as I thought it was. We're 70 years removed from the first dinosaur bones being found or the first fossils. But we're also like, we're also pre-internet, right? So the, the prevalence of this knowledge. 1890 is indeed pre-internet. No, I know. I'm just saying (laughs) the prevalence of the knowledge of what we may or may not have found yeah, I, mean, is, I, don't, I don't know if the average tombstone resident was well-versed in dinosaurs in 1890. Or what the concept of dinosaurs even was. Like, what... I mean, I don't know. I would have to imagine there was not a ton of understanding of a many races of prehistoric gigantic lizards. Yes. I don't know. I'm just trying uh, to figure out what people knew at the time and how weird this would have been to see in the newspaper or if we're giving any of this credence, how weird it would have been to see in real life. Right. Well, the two guys who claim to have seen it, um, I don't think knew a whole lot about science because they said it was 92 feet long. <laughs> well, and, and 160 feet from wing to wing. Now that's an airplane. I don't know, I don't know too much about science, but I don't think animals that big can fly. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, let me do <laughs> largest. Especially alligators. This is a, a flying alligator, essentially, is what they described. Largest? That is 160 feet by 92 feet. Wait, they described it as an alligator? Read me the description one more time. They said it was a, a winged monster resembling a huge alligator. This is a giant flying alligator. I mean, you might you might be able to like get away with saying like that uh, a pterodactyl's mouth has like a clamp, you know, long beak. Not sure, sure, crazy. Yeah, the, like this, how... the largest pterodactyl ever found had a twelve meter wingspan. So this would be yeah, so... <laughs> five times that. Yeah. Damn, like how, son. how big is a, is a fucking blue whale even? Um, um, Size of a blue whale. Um, 30 meters. So like roughly 90 feet? Yeah, so they're saying this thing was an alligator the size of a blue whale with a wingspan of 162 feet. Okay, I know this is a bad <laughs> and they idea. they killed it. <laughs> but... Can we put it on the list? What? An alligator the size of a blue whale? Keep going. <laughs> With a 162-foot wingspan? Yes. <laughs> and they killed it? <laughs> Where do you want me to stop? <laughs> I wasn't thinking of keeping and they killed it on there, but <laughs> and they killed it is kind of amazing. 
It's our longest one ever, but I think we should put it on the list. All right. But it's not, not, maintains the not list and they killed us. it. Not and they killed it. It's just an alligator. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Can you imagine seeing a fucking a flying blue whale sized alligator? I, I mean, I guess, you know, now that you say it, I'd probably try to kill it too. <laughs> <laughs> We're doomed. Also, be my only thought. Okay, in 1890, it's not like they were dealing with like 50 cal machine guns. Like how the that's fuck- what I'm saying. There's no way you fucking killed this thing. That or they hunted it for fucking nine years and shot it like <laughs> six thousand times. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> this, the sighting was actually in 1881. It just got reported in 1890 <laughs> when they finally dragged this thing to its death. They uh, they bled it out over the course of like a thousand miles. Who are you? <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Uh, that's March it? of eight. Wait, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> no photos, no follow up. <laughs> no, no, no. They killed it. These it's guys dead. saw it and they killed it. Where is it? <laughs> it's just dead now. It's it's 162 feet long. Fucking go find it. Shouldn't they, be that hard. <laughs> they ate the meat. All that dinosaur skin is now uh, wagon covers and <laughs> they can only off. carry 200 pounds in their wagon. I got a I got a sword made of fucking <laughs> dinosaur femur. Now we're killing horcruxes. <laughs> yep. Anyway, 1882 uh, reported in the Gridley Herald, Jeez. which is newspapers are unbelievable. Well, it's Gridley, California, which, uh, it's 15 miles north of Yuba City. Uh-oh. At 4 p.m., this is from, they're just, uh, printing a, a person's first-hand account. Can we get a, can we get a sounder of just someone saying it's all connected? Because I feel like so often we're like, it's all connected, man. <laughs> you know, like, Yes, apropos. I'll try and find one. Apropos. Um, okay. 4 p.m., this person heard wings flapping above and looked up and saw about 40 feet in the air a flying crocodile. What? This one, however, was only 18 feet long and two feet across and had wings like a duck's foot. Now, I don't know if that means color or size. I'm hoping it's size. Just little, little tiny, tiny baby little wings. Feet. Working hard, uh, though. I mean, working real hard. <laughs> Just fucking like a hummingbird up there. Uh, it had 12 feet, six on each side of it. I don't know if there are any, if there's any creature that has 12 feet. 12 duck feet? Like, no. 12 crocodile feet. Crocodile feet, I'm guessing. 12 crocodile feet, two duck foot wings. Yes. I'm assuming when they say duck feet, they mean like it was webbed, you know, like a webbed duck foot. I mean, that's the most reasonable assumption. I'm in my head. It's size and color, though. Also, we have absolutely zero assumptions we can make with any of this. Well, right. Um, They said that they shot it with a shotgun and it let out a horrible noise, but just kept on going. And (laughs) quote, when the shot struck. We heard the bullets rattle as though striking against a thin piece of sheet iron. So it's a Whoa. it's a metal flying crocodile. Okay, this is more interesting to me. <laughs> Why? Because it's absurd to think that an organic 160 foot wide wingspan being is flying through the air. But like, do you ever see Wild Wild West, bro? Hmm? No. God damn you and your hatred for Will Smith. Look. I don't hate Will Smith. You you hate Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why are you That I'm sorry came in way later than I remember it coming yeah, well. in. Well. <laughs> uh, oh, the second one? Oh. The second I'm sorry? Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. sorry. Oh no, um, I split them up, so that, that was my timing. Oh, got it, got it. Loved I needed it. just the... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, though, uh, 
like in in Wild Wild West, the whole concept is that there's like this giant mechanical spider and that like uh that fucking <laughs> So that makes this more believable to you? Than dinosaurs that people were well, creating. None of it's like, believable, but like well, that that movie is fictional, correct? No, dude, I'm pretty sure it's a documentary. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I'm just saying I think there's a possibility not a probability, but a possibility that there was some crazy Wild West inventor who was making like, mm. you know, weird Wild West machines. Flying animal robots. Flying robot, animal robots. I think that is more probable. Crockpots. Flying crockpots, specifically. Crockpots. Crocodile. Bots. Cro- crocodile robot. Crockbot. Crockpot. I thought you said crockpot. Yes, he, he may have also invented that. Flying crockpots? <laughs> yes. Sick. Um, all right, that's all we got on that one. Let's go to 1888. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> they shot it. It was metal. Next story. I'm trash. Uh, January 27th of 1888 in New Mexico. Uh, this was reported by the, Oh my, you doing God. okay, bud? Yeah, bro. I just, you hit me with the arm trash and I haven't heard it in a while. And it was real strong. <laughs> it was really strong. This is reported in the Helena independent. Um, a Mr. Alexander was walking with his donkey when the donkey freaked out and ran away. Okay. And Mr. Alexander looked up and saw a quote, giant serpent. That he said was 60 feet long and had a giant head and two large scales on its back. Two large two. scales? I think scales, I think snakes have lots of scales, don't they? Right. Um, so I'm not sure what that means. Mm. Uh, and then two huge claws on either side of its body and a long tail. So with this one, I think part of the confusion is that serpent didn't always mean just snake. Meant like lizard, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, right? I think it. I, I think it was more of like an all-encompassing, uh, like reptile term back in the day. Okay. So, I think he's probably describing more of like a giant lizard-like thing because it's got feet and it's got a big head, like a snake head is, you know, about the size of its body generally. Sure. And then I don't know what the two large scales thing means the author guy uh john lemay uh thinks he might have meant like what's the dinosaur that has the big uh like armored back thing oh you mean a stegosaurus stegosaurus no wait 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 oh yeah yeah stegosaurus yeah yeah that's the one that's got the he looks like he's got a mohawk but made of like plates rocks he's got a rock hawk rocks he's he looked like he has merged with the planet Stegosaurus reptile. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was right. I was right. I got confused. Yeah, so, I was right. like that, but with, you know, just like two of them. Sure. He's got, uh, he's got some style points for the, uh, the snake hawk. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> that's it on that one. Okay. Done I'm and trash. done. <laughs> these are incredible that there's, so these are all just, these were all just written up in newspapers. Uh huh. At a certain point in time, no follow up, no outcome. So, I mean, I don't know for sure. The way that they're presented in the book is he finds these uh, reports and then tries to like verify them as much as possible. Okay. By seeing if there were like, uh, well, first, if there's any record of the people mentioned in them being real people. Sure. And then trying to find like follow-ups and stuff. Um, so to be honest, there might be for some of these, I just wrote down the goofiest stories I could find in the book. Perfect. I guess I was less interested in his commentary on them. I guess there is too, like, like there's something to be said for the fact that I feel like back in the day, those old newspapers were just like, Hey, everybody should be aware that some shit happened. There's a dinosaur on the loose in the desert. Yeah, it was. We, we, we weren't doing a ton of investigative journalism 150 years ago where we were like sending squads of people to research paperwork. It was like, hey, uh, Mike and Billy down the trail say they saw a <laughs> giant serpent in the sky. Look out. <laughs> that was like the extent of news. 
All right, I've got a bunch more dumb dinosaur stories, but we got to take a quick break to talk about BetterHelp. Ryan, if there's something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Heck yeah. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. You can send a message to them anytime. You'll get responses. um, And you can schedule a regular weekly appointment with them, all without ever having to leave your home or sit in the waiting room. I heard heard BetterHelp is doing so well, and there's so many people that are benefiting from their service that they're actually having to hire more licensed counselors to, uh, to continue to keep up with demand. Yeah, they're actually hiring in all 50 states right now. So if it's important to you to have someone local, you can arrange that as well. It's awesome. And they have professional counselors who are spe- who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, uh, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And anything that you share with them is completely confidential. I think so. If you want, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I think Spencer and I are both people who can say that we've benefited from therapy significantly in our lives at different periods of time yeah we recommend it and honestly the hardest part is finding a therapist and getting started and totally this takes uh, a lot of that out of the equation totally so if you want to start living a happier life today you can go to betterhelp.com slash what if and you'll get 10 percent off your first month hashtag 2020 everybody's going to therapy Betterhelp.com slash what if. Back to the diners. All right. Uh, San Francisco Death Valley, San Francisco Examiner reporting on a, an event in Death Valley in the spring of 1892. Oscar Clark saw a creature 30 feet long. Okay. He called it an immense monster Pink. walking on its hind. Yeah, walking on its hind legs at times, uh, with very short front limbs. Higher than the top of a Triannosaurus <laughs> Rex! Nailed it. it! He watched it for a while as it ate some plants, and estimated that on its hind legs, like when it stood up on its back legs, it was 14 feet tall. Okay. And, and he said it had a horse head, whoa, an elephant body, and an alligator tail. That, first of all, no, it did not have any of those things because that's ridiculous. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine how fucked up that animal would be? That's a fucked up animal. <laughs> that is a bit fucked. That's a bit fucked. Uh, also, that poor thing. Can you imagine? So, like, are these things to scale? Like, is it a normal-size horse head You know, that, that just looks really tiny on an elephant? That's a very good question. That's a very good question, because that ch- that does change it a little bit. Were you imagining a regular-sized horse head or an elephant-sized horse I was, head? I was imagining a regular-sized horse head on a regular-sized elephant body. That was fucked. <laughs> that was a bit fucked. And it just, I just hated it. I hated every every part of it. <laughs> Uh oh, I don't know why. I don't know why this topic is so fucking funny to me. I just like, like there are people writing books about this for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why do you spend the time looking up these stories, writing your opinions on them, and then publishing a book? Did you think people were gonna buy it? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I like that we're laughing about it as people who have both bought the book and are currently talking about it. I know, but like, so the whole plan was for like me to spend five dollars on Kindle and then make fun of you on a podcast. Like, that's not a business plan. And also, you're gonna need like you're gonna need like ten thousand more of us before that becomes what I'm a viable business in any way, shape, or form. And then what? You gonna you gonna write more books about it if the first one's successful? Like how I do mean, you? Speaking of scaling, how do you scale that business up? What if there's more stories? <laughs> they demand to be told, Spencer. They demand to be told. Well, you're in luck. I've got a few more. Let's uh, go. Oh, his analysis on that one was that this guy, Oscar Clark, saw an iguanodon. 
Which if we ever want to Iguanodon. if we ever want to start a death metal dinosaur themed band, we should probably call it Iguanodon. Iguanodon is an incredible name. Is that a real <laughs> thing? Yeah, I think it was a an actual dinosaur. Yeah. Uh okay. The second bro. Yes. I typed Iguanodon and the next predictive result in Google was Iguanodon Arc. Um what is that? Uh A R K as in like Noah's Ark, <laughs> I think. Oh. No. I think it's like a It looks like it's some sort of game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's some Okay, you're right. It's some game. You're right. I got really nervous for a while that a lot of people were searching for whether or not the Iguanodon well, got brought onto Noah's Ark and I got scared. <laughs> Well, going back to why people are doing this and the crazy fucker we're going to get to later, there is some like weird creationist overlap with some of this stuff. Oh, good God. Well, isn't, <laughs> because, isn't part of it all like, yeah, humans and dinosaurs can coexist at the same time, and that's why the planet's only 8,000 years old. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. So oh, if, if dinosaurs, you know, if dinosaurs are 200 million years old, it fucks this whole thing up. It made me just lose all of my standing energy, and I wanted to just sit on the floor <laughs> right there. I just wanted to sit down you for can, one second. You can just... do the rest sitting on the floor. The uh, oh, we, we were talking about sharks at the beginning. We were talking about sharks at the beginning. Okay, so I didn't. Re- I know we had talked about like how old or how long sharks have been on the Earth for, mm-hmm. and it's roughly four hundred and twenty million years, which is fucking insane. That's way too many years to be around. But I didn't realize, or I had forgotten, that the first dinosaurs didn't appear until 243 million years ago. So there was 177 years where we had sharks, but no dinosaurs yet. What you meant to say was 177 million years, which is way crazier. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) But... Like, sharks are 177 million years older than dinosaurs. And, and... They're still here. They're still here. Exactly. Sharks were like, fuck you, been here, was here, still here, will be here when y'all are gone. Just like dinosaurs, they're still here. So wait, what are sharks then? I mean... Fish? No, but I mean, like, sharks are like... Sharks are like a... A master species, man. If they've survived this long, <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean when you say "what are sharks." <laughs> I'm just saying, like, are they like, uh, are they going to own the world soon? Are they going to run it oh. all? No, they're pretty dumb, aren't they? That's impossible. You don't survive anywhere for 500 million years with predators. I don't know, man. You ever worked in government or like in education? I almost lost that whole sip of shark beer all over all of this very expensive equipment. Well, the oldest, dumbest people been there the longest. Got him. <laughs> got him. Ryan, I Googled what are sharks for you, and Google just says sharks, fish. Perfect. What are sharks? Well, they're sharks, of course. They are fish. They're a group of elasmobranch ala- fish. Characterized um, by a, a cartilaginous, a skeleton made of cartilage, and five to seven gill slits on the side of their head. And they have pectoral fins that are not fused to their head. I'm just saying, you don't you don't survive 500 million years while everything around you dies without, like, fucking having some shit together. Well, they were in the oceans. I mean, that's the big advantage. Yeah, but not everything in the oceans survived 500 million years well no but they got there first you know i mean i guess there had to have been (laughs) fish 500 million years ago because sharks had to eat something well yeah what did the first fish eat Uh uh-oh here we go lance here we go Wow, I googled oldest fish, and the big mouth buffalo is an individual fish who is 112 years old. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> also, bro, that's not a fish. That's a buffalo. Big, big, big mouth buffalo. All right, back to the dinosaur stories. Yep. 
Um, Van Meter, Iowa, which is about 20 miles west of Des Moines, in October of 1903. This one's fucking crazy. Uh, a Mr. U.G. Griffith saw a light on top of a building at 1 a.m., and thinking it might be burglars, he went to investigate, but the light moved across the street and disappeared before he could get close. Ooh, was it one of those little dangly fish? Yes, but a dinosaur. That's what I'm saying. The next, the next night, Dr. Alcott was awakened by a bright light outside his window, and he opened the window, pointed his gun out, and started busting. I get it. I get it. And he's... He saw what he called a half-human, half-animal with giant bat-like wings. Whoa. This is more of a mothman, I guess. Sure is. Uh, but it had a single horn growing out of its forehead that was illuminated. So it is like one of those fishes. Yeah. He uh, he let five shots ring out at it, but he missed all five. <laughs> and then he ran... <laughs> and then he ran back inside his house. I meant to get some gunshot sounders and some... Uh, the dinosaurs TV show sounders for today and combine the two. But I, I ran out of time. I don't know that we need gunshot sounders for anyone. I don't need to hear that shit. Dino, now, dinosaur. I'm not the mama. <laughs> um, that same night, Peter Dunn was guarding the bank overnight when he saw a very bright light and heard weird gurgling sounds coming from it. <laughs> so he started shooting. Uh, he also missed and managed to just shoot out the front window of the bank. However, behind the building in the dirt, he found some large three-toed tracks. Oh, okay. Then, Mr. O.V. White saw something on a telephone pole about 15 feet from his house, and he also tried to shoot the bastard. And he connected, but whatever this thing was just was fine and kept going. Uh, and lit up his horn and, quote, emitted an odor that seemed to stupefy him, and he remembered no more about it. What in the goddamn hell? So we've got some sort of mothman with a luminescent horn <laughs> who lets out stupefying odors when you shoot him. And has three-toed feet. Yes, and maybe tried to rob a bank. Wow. Uh, that guy Sydney, was drinking all the absinthe on his. Well, it's shift. four different people, though. I guess it's true. Because after this uh, OV White shot the thing, Sidney Gregg woke up when he heard his neighbor shooting and saw this Birdman thing fly down from a telephone pole and land on the ground. And he said, quote, It stood erect and flapped its great featherless wings standing at least eight feet high and giving off a light from its forehead as bright as an electric headlight. Damn. He said it, quote, moved like a kangaroo with great leaps, sometimes using its wings to assist. This thing has been compared to like 96 different animals. Yes. It's a mothman kangaroo with a illuminated horn. Damn. And they what? chased it into a it chased it and a second one of these things into an old abandoned mine at the edge of town. Uh-oh. Never go yep. into the old abandoned mine. We all know where <laughs> that goes. All right. Um, there are some more of these, but I want to get to my new favorite person that I found today. Um, I just Googled like modern dinosaur sightings to try and get some comparisons between the uh, the 1800s ones and some more recent ones. Some di the, uh, to the dinosaurs of today. And I found out that a gentleman named Jonathan Whitcomb has a fucking monopoly on all things dinosaur related on the internet. Uh, contemporary dinosaur related or just all dinosaur? Yeah, 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 no, no, modern, modern imaginary dinosaur related. Got it, got it, got it. Um, he is. You are to joke domains as this dude is to dinosaur domains. Yeah, let's go, bro. Because I started clicking on links and they all had like the same fucking WordPress theme. And they're all owned by the same dude, Jonathan Wickham. Are they even different sites or do they redirect to one site? No, they're different sites. I found at least seven of them. Uh, we have modernterrasaur.com. 
Cool. Dinosaurbirds.com. Cool. LivePterosaurs.com. FlyingDinosaur.com. LivePterosaursInAmerica.com. And then FloodOfGenesis.com that is all about dinosaurs in the Bible. <laughs> wow. Wow. So much going so, on. Um, Ryan, I'd like you to visit flying-dinosaur.com real quick. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. It's all about his children's book that he wrote. Flying-dinosaur.com. Yes. His non-fiction oh, in quotes. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Why children's are there book. a bunch of criminal sketches on this thing? <laughs> what is Those happening? are the people who... Those are the people who saw this flying dinosaur. Okay. And he wrote a kid's book about it. Well, and the, a, the cover art for this book is maybe the finest piece of art I've ever seen in my life. The book is called The Girl Who Saw a Flying Dinosaur, Whit- yep. Whitcomb, nonfiction. Yes. Also, why is the, the and girl capitalized, but who and saw are not? Because. And this then, person and then flying dinosaur is has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Dude, the the fucking sketches of the people who the these three young men were only boys when they saw the gigantic ropin. Ropin is the name of a dinosaur, the ropin. Yeah, it's like a flying illuminated dinosaur thing. Oh, cool. Sort of like what we were just talking about. Glow yeah. in the dark pterodactyl. Yes. Um Oh, can I so re- then can I, re- oh, yeah, go ahead. Can go I ahead. read the yep. back to you here? Please, please, please. Okay. My favorite part is that the cover says nonfiction, just as a specific word. Just so you just so you yes. know. Like, hey. Yeah, so you know it's real. Nonfiction. And then you flip it over, and the first thing it says at the top of the headline on the back cover of the book is a true story! Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> just in case it wasn't clear from the front. Patty ran home on the U.S. military base at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, to tell her family what she had seen come up out of the tall grass. She said it was a pterodactyl, but who would believe a six-year-old? Parentheses, 1965. <laughs> the U.S. Marine <laughs> Eskin Kuhn was there in 1971, and he saw two of the same kind of flying creature, but nobody believed him. Yet by the year 2018, what? hundreds of reports had accumulated sightings of featherless flying creatures, much like those seen in eastern Cuba in 1965 and 1971. Learn the truth about an exciting new investigation in cryptozoology looking for modern living pterosaurs. For readers, eight, yeah. for readers 8 to 14 years old. <laughs> if you're 7, get the fuck out of this book. And if you're 15, yeah. you're gonna hate it. <laughs> Dude. I fucking I love it so much. Um okay. So through that, I mean most of the websites are ridiculous and he he only has a few examples of sightings. Um a woman in South Carolina in 1989 saw a giant thing fly over her car mm. that looked like a giant bat. Long well, we're that's, getting we're getting into Mothman territory again. Yeah, about the best one I could find. But this dude's YouTube channel is fucking wild. He's got, uh, it's called Protect Animal Life is the name of the YouTube channel. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, he's got like hundreds of videos. The most recent was posted two days ago. Oh. And he's, he's getting after it. They're just hilarious. Like, I'll post some of the screenshots. I need to post all of the uh, photos that I was sending you this afternoon on our I Instagram. Some, I saw some previews. It looks uh, it but looks wild. They're edited in just like I don't know if it's I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious. Like he'll zoom in. <laughs> He's obsessed with these dinosaurs having teeth for some reason, and so he'll have these sketches of a dinosaur with teeth. And then when he says that they have teeth, he'll zoom in. <laughs> like there's a screen cap. <laughs> just this real all the drawings are quite poor. Mm. And it's just a close up of this really dumb looking flying dinosaur and it just says many teeth underneath. Many teeth, bro. <laughs> many teeth, oh, bro. Yeah, bro. 
Many teeth. But I'd like to play you one specific video because he interviewed a guy who claims he saw two flying dinosaurs in Moorhead, Minnesota in July of 2018. That's close to home and not that long ago. So here we go. It's um, it's about four minutes, but honestly, I'm pretty sure it's worth it. It's got some very spooky music. Oh fuck! Hold on, I gotta I gotta play this from uh, the other computer there so the people can hear it. Do it. it doesn't work if you if just you can hear it. That's not very useful. All right, here we go. Get ready for the spooky music. No, dicks. Oh. Might have to fucking might have to fucking edit an episode for the first time in a year. Help! Hold on, I got this. I got it. We believe in you. We're gonna get there. We believe in you. All right, here we go. I went to turn onto a highway, and as soon as I took a right and started going down the road, I looked up and I saw a large flying creature. Oh, the music is outstanding. There's a, there's a drawing of a very scary looking pterodactyl. And it immediately drew my attention because its wings were not flapping like a bird's would. It was rolling kind of like a stingray in the ocean. Oh. And so what happened was, as I was traveling north, it appeared over my shoulder in the windshield here of the car. And it was, and it was flying in this direction. Um, right to left. As it was doing that, <laughs> I decided to keep an eye on it, and I was so curious as to what it was. So I was going the same direction it was, and it eventually moved over towards a tree line about 100 yards off to my left, and I saw it start to dive, and so I continued to watch it. And it slowly dove down and landed at the end of the tree line. And then when it went to dive down by the tree line, I noticed that there was a long tail with a bulb at the end of it and I kept double checking to make sure and I'm like that has to be a tail it landed right at the end of the tree line and then there was a road that heads west it landed right before the road and at the end of the tree line and at the end of the tree line there's grass that's higher up and there's a little like ravine there where there's some water so what I did was I stopped in the middle of the road and I thought do I go home or do I check this out? And I thought, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I saw something I know I haven't seen before. I pulled off on the side of the road. I turned off um, on the road, got out of my car. I made a quick phone call. I got out my phone, <laughs> and I had it ready to... <laughs> this guy's details he... are just hilarious. Who do we think he called before he went to go look for the dinosaur? So I grabbed my door handle and I pulled on it and I opened up my door and then I stepped out of my car. Um, who do I think he called? Mm-hmm. You know, do we think it was like a, Hey, just in case I disappear, it's because I'm going to find this dinosaur. No, I think, that kind of phone call? I think it's, I think it's more like uh, the police. I think he's calling the police. Mm. <laughs> I'm in danger. I think that's what it is. Press record, and I went over to that side of the trees. Oh, wait, did we and miss it? And I looked, and I didn't see anything, so I threw a couple rocks at these trees, and nothing happened. Oh, we missed it. We called. It didn't even say and we called? And I drove all... Huh? It didn't he even called, s- so he, he just said, I made a phone call, and then I got out to go look for the dinosaur and throw rocks into the bushes where I thought the dinosaur was. He doesn't say who he called. What the fuck is this? He just this says guy's I made a phone story call. is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, literally. All the way down the west end of that road until it got to a baseball diamond. Then I made a turnaround and I started driving back. And when I started driving back, all of a sudden I saw in my rearview mirror this big black creature. It's raining motherfuckers. Across. I saw it for about half a second. Uh, they just described seeing something in his rearview mirror for half a second the same rippling thing not yeah, rippling so like waves a, like a fucking manta ray a flying manta ray with a big bulb tail that's crazy that is crazy that's crazy i don't think it happened 
Damn, bro, that's crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. Uh, anyway, if you want a, a great laugh, uh, just check out this dude's YouTube channel. He, I was watching one. I just clicked on like the most recently upload one. And he's just narrating a bunch of hilarious dinosaur drawings. And at the end, he says, you've just watched video number 46. <laughs> Amazing. Like I, don't, <laughs> like, I don't know if he's like, they sit down and record the narration for 46 of these at once. You, look, and then you don't understand the story of the flying dinosaurs if you don't watch every video in consecutive <laughs> order okay how many times do i have to tell you if you see 49 before you've seen 43 none of it makes sense oh man i just the it's just so good he's got 426 subs oh god damn it holy got, jesus <laughs> He's got 426 subscribers, so we should go blow this dude up uh, and get some free entertainment. What's his name? What's his name of his YouTube again? It's called Protect Animal Life. Un unbelievable title for and the, his content. <laughs> the banner image says Protect Animal Life, caring enough to search for and protect modern pterosaurs. I fucking so this guy's awesome. He just, he's a conservationist, I guess. He's just found his thing, you know, and he's yep. gonna he's gonna make the many, fuck out of that ride, you know. Many teeth, bro. many teeth, many bro. teeth. I'd say too many. So, I mean, without getting into, I, I wrote down some stuff about uh, lake monsters that people think might be dinosaurs. Okay. Well, I mean, that's like but, the whole that's the whole thing with Loch Ness in some ways, isn't it? Having people said that like. It's it's a plesiosaur. Some people believe that it's a prehistoric dinosaur that made its way into a landlock and that it doesn't die because it right. has no natural predators there and it just does its thing. Right. There, There is a real, or was, a real water dinosaur that looks pretty close to what people describe Nessie as looking like. Nessie. It's the ple plesiosauria. Not to be confused with the plesiosaurus. Nessie. Even though they look very, very much alike. Are you sure it's uh, not? But there's plesiosauria isn't like the the genus, and a plesiosaur is a name for like a singular one. Uh, this says plesiosaurus is a genus of extinct large marine reptile. Mm. Plesiosauria or plesiosaurs are an order or clad of extinct. Marine reptiles. I don't know the difference. Okay. Not a biologist. Me neither. Anyway, so there's there's that guy. Nessie is maybe a dinosaur, but then you got Champ, the Lake Champlin lake monster. Sure, sure. We've we've uh we've had some some light encounters with Champy, Champ Champ. And and then you've got the uh the Ogopogo. We ever talk about that one? Ogopogo. That's an incredible no. name. I am not familiar with the Ogopogo. It's also a uh What's the word when it's the same backwards and forwards? Uh, homonym. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what those are called. It's not a homonym. It's a palindrome. But That's the one. I'm, oh, Ogopogo looks just like a, a Nessie, but more of like a serpent-y kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a stretched out Nessie. It's like a, like a water dragon, sort of. Tight. Yeah, it's a, it's a multi-humped serpentine beast. Damn. Sometimes said to have the head of a horse, Ryan. Why everybody got horse heads? Leave the horses alone. <laughs> Let them do their thing. You do yours. I don't think they're stealing horses' heads. I think it's just nah. naturally occurring. No, I just they're mean not like... not harassing any horses in this process. No, I just mean like don't let them, you know... Don't you know? You're saying they're they're, they're cramping their style. The, the horse name. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, cramping yeah, their yeah. style. Like let them. The horses let, should sue for defamation. You're well, saying? Well, not just sue for trademark. Slander, like, this is what our, this is what our head looks like. Get your own kind of head. <laughs> you know, shape it however <laughs> you want. I don't think you can trademark a head shape, my guy. Oh, I don't know. Have horses tried? <laughs> we'll never know if they don't try. Ryan, yesterday I was buying a, a fucking uh, a, a golf hat, a, a big old bucket sun hat because go our own just, website uh can't even ship me things these days my bucket hat just fucking disappeared so amazing all right r.i.p yeah anyway, hate to see it 
I had to measure my head, the circumference of my head, to make sure it was within the upper limits of the sizing of this hat. How'd that go? I just barely made the cut. Barely made the, the cu- cut. The cutoff is 24 inches circumference, which I was like, that's huge. I should be fine. And then I'm like 23 and a half. <laughs> Damn, I got a big ass melon. So my question is, can I trademark having a 23 and a half inch circumference head? No, because there's lots of people who have a head. But what if a serpent wants it? Circumference. What other what other unique characteristics do I need to protect myself from a, serpent head a, theft? A prehistoric lake lizard with a Spencer shaped head. <laughs> yeah, see? I kinda you like it. Then, right? I kinda like it. Maybe oh, maybe that's what you do. You trademark it, but then you lease it out to everyone, and then your head gets famous. Right. License that shit. License your dome. Well, maybe Ogopogo paid the horses. We don't know. That's true. Maybe they're just absolute phenomenal business horses. <laughs> I was going to say businessmen. <laughs> they're not men. Phenomenal business horses. Put it on the list. <laughs> I think about 80% of them are animal themed now at this point. I don't know how we felt. <laughs> I don't know how we fell into that, but it works. <laughs> I'll read you one more while you recover. There's uh, business horses is maybe the best (laughs) thing on the list. You are nowhere near a microphone right now, by the way. I fell off. I fell apart, bud. (laughs) Oh, Uh, shit. That was good. There's apparently a brontosaurus that lives in the Congo. uh, Oh, goddamn. A reptile, a large reptile like creature with a long neck and tail. Uh, it's an herbivore, but will roar aggressively if approached by humans. Oh. And some say it has a single horn, which it uses to kill elephants. Oh, God damn. <laughs> that's so intense. Damn, that boy big. That's so antithetical to the Jurassic Park. Like, look at these big, sweet, peaceful, slowly stomping across the beautiful land brontosaurus and this one is like i got a knife head and i'm gonna fucking murder elephants that's fucked because to to kill something you gotta go like run at it and headbutt it and and, also stab it and then probably do it a couple more times and also if you're a brontosaurus you gotta be fucking whipping that that head knife around (laughs) like a fucking flailing inflatable balloon man you know maybe it's like uh how giraffes fight they just like whack yeah. their necks at each other. Yeah, but there's a big knife on top of that head, dude. That's fucking scary. Yeah. It seems like anti. It seems like evolution would not have uh, favored such a thing, where like your knife only heads? weapon is also is like attached to your brain. You know, it seems like you would die pretty often trying to attack somebody with your skull. That's why there aren't any more unicorns. You know what? <laughs> Problem solved. It was not a good evolutionary trait. Uh, um, well, but that's we, uh, one of the dumber episodes we've ever done. But, but we do have rhino- rhinoceroses. And before we get any emails, yes, we both know that unicorns aren't real. Fucking shh. Shh. Mm. Shh. shh. Mm. They're in Harry Potter. So you know it's real. <laughs> because it was in that fictional story. It must be real. Right. <laughs> Anything you want to leave folks with this week, buddy? Yeah. What you got? Go to at what if pod on all the socials. If you want to hang out with us, we got a Facebook group. It's live and popping. Motherfuckers be hanging out with each other and posting memes and shit in the Facebook group. It's just the what if podcast. Go join it. Uh, iTunes reviews help us. If you have two seconds, just head over to iTunes and leave a review. We'd love you for it. We'd high five you for it. We'd hug you for it. If we could, you know, share physical space we'll do that at some point shop that what if podcast.com if you want to order some swag you could do it over there we are experiencing some shipping delays with the covid stuff but shit is coming eventually so if you can be patient that's where to do it one thing you don't have to wait for like you would for a thing a thing to be delivered to you is shout outs we do shout outs on the show it's only 50 bucks you can send someone a happy birthday or congratulate them for something or you know we'll tell, tell us we suck we'll we'll tell them that 
<laughs> I guess we could, I guess we would tell someone they suck on the show for uh, 50 I'd bucks. Tell, we'll tell us that we suck. I meant. Oh, I thought you meant if someone was like, "Hey, this this guy." Brad listens to the show and I fucking hate his guts when he talks shit about Brad. I mean, I mean we'll do that too. That's fine. I guess we probably do that too. <laughs> um, 612-246-4614 if you want to leave us a voicemail. It's hi at podcast.com if you want to send us a note. We love you. See you guys next week. I'm a big kitty. <laughs>